Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Heel Turn, our live weekly wrestling show and the official podcast of ProWrestling.cool. Sweeter than candy bar, saltier than us with your mom last night. We're here to talk about this past week in wrestling, which means we're talking about Raw, SmackDown Live, NXT, 205 Live, which is now apparently a thing, the Mixed Match Challenge, and, uh... Apparently there's a couple pay-per-views coming up, and they're not selling a lot of tickets for them. I'm Owen, joined as always by John. Joined as always by everybody out there in internet land, isn't that cool? It's not cool. We are streaming live over uh, twitch.tv slash ozone online, and on YouTube somewhere, I don't know. Search for prowrestling.cool. Or don't, whatever. It doesn't matter, either way. What does matter, though, is that we are monitoring our chats in both places and our Twitter at the heel turn. So send us your questions and your comments, and we will get to them as we deem fit. Owen. John. That's. I have an important question I, for you. That's all I got. I what? Work, will you be my Valentine? Oh, yeah. Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. Uh, that didn't answer my question. I'm cele- we're, we're celebrating it this year by celebrating our abusive relationship. With wrestling. You still didn't answer my question. Sure, why not? Yay! I did it! Valentine's Day is saved. We did it! What better way than by talking about professional wrestling? I mean, I can think of a couple ways. Name one other way. Hanging out with my significant other, but I mean, she... We're doing that right now, dude! We're hanging out right now. I'm oh, right. that. Well, are you trying to say that there's another important person in your life besides me and uh, Monday Night Raw? Yes. How dare you? And their name is Dalton Castle. Oh, okay. That's a. You know what? I can't. I can't blame you for that one. It's pretty good. He's so many boys. He's also the Ring of Honor champion. Which I just found out. It was like, wait, shit, really? That's amazing. Yeah, dude. Of course he is. He's the best. I mean, he deserved to be a long time ago. I just never th- thought they'd pull the trigger on him. Of course they would. Anywho, John, how are things with you? Yeah, fine. You know. We don't have any technical difficulties this week, which is a Living my life. Playing Mario Kart. What is that? Some kind of video game? I'm, I'm one time trial away from un- unlocking the golden wheels or whatever it is. Eh. Are they special besides being gold? I don't know. I assume not. I mean, they're special in the sense that they have good stats, or at least the gold cart has good stats. That's cool. Hey, John. What? You you know what big uh, gaming news happened this week? Deep Silver got bought by THQ! So now Volition can make Red Faction games again, I guess. I mean, that wasn't the big also news. what. I wasn't the big news I was talking about. I was talking about our friend Brad Shoemaker is playing Clash Royale again. Dear God, I know, right? You know what the We're, best part about it is? That now you have an excuse to talk about that heinous game on this show again. No, the fact that he did not mention it on the bombcast. He did. He, well, of course not. Why would you? It's a secret shame that he's playing again. As it should be. 
That's good. He's playing. He's he's ahead of you now. On on our uh, clan leaderboard, so take that. I don't care. Oh come on, it's a fun game. Is it? Cesaro likes it, and Cesaro is a cool dude. He's friends with Seamus. He's also friends with Xavier Woods. I guess, but... He also speaks seven different languages. That's a lot of languages. I thought it was five. Uh, it's probably seven now. He's constantly adding them. Sure. Yeah, Cesaro's a cool dude. Yeah, Clash Royale. It's a, I'm, I'm, I'm playing that game still. It's fun. Because they give they have there's a two v two mode where I don't have to like stress out about my crowns anymore. I can just play for fun. I don't want to talk about this. John, you should come back. I come back. I don't want to talk about this. Oh, you want to talk about wrestling news? God damn it! Well, actually, yeah. Can't. I'm gonna hit the button now. Fuck. Hey, John. Here's the news this week, and also a, a good summation of Raw and probably SmackDown, which I didn't watch. What the fuck are they doing? Oh, John, I, 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 in my about last night, which you can read over Progressing Not Cool, because unlike you, I actually write them every week. I actually have an entire uh, section of it about what the fuck are they doing. I'll finish it eventually. Yeah, okay. I'm just saying, you, you, you say that every week. And you come up with these really great titles, but I'm the only one who gets to see them. Yeah. Also, it's a really good title, so you should probably get that article up. But John, a good title. And a good deck, if I say so myself. Here's an actual headline of what the fuck are they doing. Uh, did you see the tweet that WWE put out today? No, I did not, actually. They said, tickets are still, in all caps, available for Elimination Chamber. Welp. Don't you think they'd be able to sell out one of their, you know, big events on the road to WrestleMania, especially the thing with the big dumb chamber thing. But John, it's Stark, first ever women's elimination chamber. First ever seven-man elimination chamber. It's historic. You and gotta history. Be there. You gotta be there. It's historic, John. I don't even know where the elimination chamber match is happening, if I'm being honest. I, I don't fucking know. It's not not where you or I live, so it doesn't matter. You could be literally be anywhere. You'd think that you that one of these stories would have said. I don't know. Whatever. I, I didn't have the tweet up. That that wasn't the part of the story. I yeah, wanted, it doesn't matter. I know. Just go on. I just wanted to give that context because uh, I'm I'm assuming Fastlane's tickets also are not sold out, but that should not be a problem. Come post WrestleMania, because the news is. That uh, they put out an email saying, "Hey, pay per view after after the WrestleMania, it's now a joint branded pay per view, and that's how all the pay per views are going to be now. They're what? All, they're all joint branded. That didn't last long. Now did it? What? Did you not know this? I did know this, but it's still, again, like, the only reaction I really have to this is just, what? You, what the fuck does this mean? Like, you, you know what the best part would be? 
Are all the pay-per-views going to be fucking four hours now? What What if they're all four hours now? But the big four are now five hours. More wrestling! Fucking kill me! Well, here's the good news, John. N now you and I can actually, like, write our pay-per-view reviews together every week, every month. Because all the pay-per-views are both of ours. It's just like, what the fuck? I think it makes sense, though. Because, like, look at the builds for these pay-per-views coming up. It's the same old shit over and over again. Because they gotta fill a full card. What if they like to fill half a card and they can actually, like, start mixing up the matches? Like, don't have interpromotional matches. Just have focus on less storylines for the pay-per-view and make them actually good. But will they? Maybe. I mean, I have faith that SmackDown could do it. I don't know about Raw, but SmackDown could do it. Since they can't even get together a full card for one pay-per-view. I mean, let's consider the fucking shows that they're, they're, they're the building here, too. Like... Oh, Fastlane's gonna Elimination be Chamber looks fine, I guess. Fastlane looks terrible. Yeah, Fastlane looks fucking awful. Because it looks like there's gonna be, like... Three matches? As of right now, and we don't even know what the third one exactly is. Yeah, it's. I mean, maybe there's a fourth match in there. I don't know. It's. I mean, it looks like they're building to some kind of triple threat for the U United States Championship. Oh shit! Yeah, you're right. That I tried to block that out of my mind because that. We'll talk about that one. Oh boy, that segment was bad. Sm SmackDown's in a real bad spot right now. I thought they're gonna. Oh, I thought they're gonna pull themselves out after last week, but nope. Oh, if it makes you feel better, Raw isn't much better. Like it's it's okay, but it's definitely treading water. You do have the Bing Bong though. Yeah, which makes like, everything better. It does, but that's also like one of the only I, actually unequivocally good parts of the show. I I don't have the the big important person on my show because guess what. There was no Nakamura on this week. Zero. Well, I hope you get excited to watch Monday Night Raw when we have the signing of our great new competitor, Ronda Rousey. It's going to be so cool. We'll talk about, I, I have some things to say about that, and we'll talk about that when we get to Raw. But uh, you, you know who else isn't appearing on SmackDown? And it's probably upsetting you as well? I know exactly who you're going to say and uh, I'm, I'm putting up the hand sign for 10 it's Ty Dillinger he's, uh, he hasn't been on since the Royal Rumble where he or yet the uh, the Smackdown after the Royal Rumble he hasn't been on since and uh, the Wrestling Observer has a possible reason why we haven't seen Dillinger it's one of those things where this story kind of seems like bullshit but at the same time it's Vince it McMahon. seems like the kind of bullshit that Vince McMahon would totally fucking do. It's Vince Considering McMahon. the other bullshit that Vince McMahon totally fucking does, and you can kind of tell in the product. Like, not to cut you off and then the story, but like it's just something I thought about watching NXT this week. Like, there's all those rumors going around that Vince McMahon hates the one fall chant. And, like, gets pissed off whenever the crowd does it, so he's trying to intentionally fuck with them so they can't do it. And, boy, that seemed really fucking apparent on the NXT announcing this week. 
What, what do you mean? What happened? They just would steamroll right through the saying the one fall part. The lady did. That's not cool. That, that part's fun. What's wrong with that? It, it's not as bad as the reason Crash still yelled one TV. fall, but you know. The reason ties off TV is because Vince wasn't like the 10 chant. And you know what? I don't blame him. I think people have ruined it. Because when you're chanting 10 during the 10, during the you know the 10 count outside the ring, it's real, it's real annoying. Stop it. It's stupid, but it's fucking not a reason to take him off TV or to take away the chant. Well, no. Take away the thing that got him the fuck over in the first place. Well, no. I, like, I, this yeah. is another fucking example of them not fucking doing the thing that was fucking... That fucking worked in NXT. Well, and they say like, fucking more. I will, thank you. Like, I'm just saying, every other word you just said there is fucking, and it's kind of funny. Like, because it, it needs to be said that these people are fucking idiots. Like, They're yeah. actually stupid. I don't know how to fucking get anybody over, because it's like, oh, you have this thing that's popular and gets you over? No. Yeah, well, I mean, what, there, when Ty is out there, it makes sense to do the 10. He does the punches for the 10. He does moves for the 10. You know, that works, but... Every match doing the 10 during count outside to throw off people, s stop it. Maybe if you stop doing that, we'll get Ty back. Free, free Ty Dillinger. Hashtag it. That's always been dumb, but again, it's not, it's not a valid reason. You, it's all your fault, John. You did this. You killed Ty Dillinger's career. I didn't do shit. You're the one who fucking stole my son from me. You, it's your fucking responsibility. Mm-hmm. A likely story. Yeah. It's what happened, motherfucker. Well? Hmm? What did you say there, John? Sorry, I thought you disappeared for a second there. Yep. Well, um, I got other news. All right, let's see it. Uh, what about Ivory being inducted into WWE Hall of Fame? You got anything about that? Yay, I'm, I'm cool with that, I guess. I don't really know who Ivory is. Yeah, no one really cares about like, it. I watched the video that they aired on the Monday Night Rim Rams this week, and I'm still kind of not sure who she is. It seems like she wore a tie once. I mean, she was in, uh, she was in Glow. Does that count for anything? Like, actual Glow? Yeah, like actual Glow. Okay. Was she in WWF ever? It, it, was she in what? The WWF ever? Yes, of course she was. Like, they had a bunch of footage of her in WWF. I'm just saying she's still Okay, I just want to make sure. Like, I just, you tell me she's in Glow, it's like, huh, that's, that's weird. Yeah, well... It threw know. me for a second there. It's like, I could have sworn she was, but it's like, that, wait, how long has she been around doing stuff? Um, she was there for a while in the Attitude Era. She was there for a good amount of time. I mean, that's why okay. she is going in the Hall of Fame. But, you know, 
everyone's some people are kind of excited about it. I'm kind of like, yeah, it's Ivory. I wasn't really watching it at the time, and she didn't really leave that much of an impression on me. I think it's just, hey, we need to put a woman in, and it's not time yet to put Kelly Kelly in, so we'll put Ivory in. Please don't put Kelly Kelly in. They should put Kelly Kelly in. Also, John, can you quickly turn your uh, your video off and back on? Who else do they have that they could put in, potentially? Uh, Molly Holly? Yeah, that's, that's right. She she should probably be in there. Yeah, she should. Uh, so, uh, Trish is already in. Oh, God, yeah. Trish's been in there for, for a fucking minute, man. Mm-hmm. I know. Wait, I was, didn't I, you I, see I was, her get I was, inducted? I was... I was yeah, as I'm saying, I was there. Um, so I think who, uh, Michelle McCool could probably get inducted. Could probably she? the same year as The Undertaker. I mean, that would be the only reason she gets inducted. I just, yeah, I can't, I can't think of anybody else. The Bella Twins. I don't fucking probably would even. Anyway, what else is there? Um, we also uh, other bad news we have is uh, Tamina's gonna be out for a while. Did you see her? Yeah, in the actually, this, Rumble. This kind of sucks. Uh, yeah, I think. Was she in that? Yeah, she was wearing the, the terrible white outfit. Oh, right. Yeah, she did have that weird white leather outfit. I was like, what? 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 Yeah, she was the second shortest entrant in the Rumble behind Vicky uh, Guerrero. That Vicky part was still really good. It was the best part. Yeah, it was. It feels kind of like a dick move to say that the the comedy scene was the best part of the match, but it What's really Vicky? was. But yeah, she is uh, going to be out for a few months because she got shoulder surgery. Oh no! The shoulder sniper is back. Some say he never went away. I mean, it went away for a little bit. But, uh, Did he, yeah. though? Did he really? I, I want to believe. Anyway, we Can't wish, get rid of him. We wish Tamina the best in her recovery. Yeah, absolutely. Get well soon, Tamina. That, no that sucks. Really miss her. No, of course not. Like, I, I don't... I'm not saying this in the sense of like, oh man, I really love Tamina's wrestling and can't wait to see her back. No, I think she's not good. I would not mind if she was gone from the company. But at the same time, I don't wish any ill will on her, so get better soon. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's all I got for wrestling news, unless you got anything else. I ain't got nothing. Alright. Well, uh... One second, because I'm, I'm still having, uh... Some issues... With your video. Weird. 
I know, but what can you do? So I was having trouble. People listening live had a bit of issue hearing you, so apologies for that. But uh, let's talk about Raw. Owen. Yes, John. Let's talk about Raw. Talk to me about Baby. Raw. Let's talk about you and me. Hey, Owen, are you excited for the Elimination Chamber? No. I'm not excited for Elimination Chamber. Well, that's too bad, because nothing else is happening. And nothing seemingly is going to happen until after the Elimination Chamber. Which is really unfortunate, because Jesus Christ. Like, if no other week, this week made it readily apparent just how little fucking attention they're actually putting into building WrestleMania until after this fucking pay-per-view. Because, like, it's it's just, it's fucking mind-boggling how, like, aside from the thing that we know is going to happen, because of course it's going to happen, can you fucking name an actual, like, raw match on WrestleMania, on the WrestleMania card? Mm-hmm. Based on what they're doing? Like, name one. Wait, what? Did, did you not hear me? I, I I didn't hear your question. What was, were you asking me to like name a a, a, car, a match for WrestleMania? Yeah, name a, a wrestle name a WrestleMania match that Raw is is going to produce based on the current booking. Uh, you mean besides Oscar versus uh, Alexa Bliss? Okay, here's the thing, actually. So they clarified that. And maybe this was always part of the clarification, and I missed it last week, in which case I'm, I'm an idiot, but you knew that. But they, they clarified it this week and actually kind of made it fucking worse. So the clarification they issued is that they do acknowledge that, yes, Asuka has never picked her, a match against Alexa Bliss. So the match is still happening, and basically, if Nia wins, then... She gets to be in the match no matter who Asuka inevitably chooses. Now, how does that make sense? Wait, how does that make sense? So, if, if fucking Asuka loses to Nia through fucking plot holes and guesswork on, on next Sunday, and decides, you know what, I want to go fight Charlotte, like... Then Nia gets to be added in that match against Charlotte. Does is Nia going to SmackDown? What happens if Nia wins? She just like becomes a fucking SmackDown wrestler. What? I I guess. What? I I don't know. Also, how is that fair to Charlotte or whoever she picks that now it's a triple threat? Yeah, I don't understand. Like, what did Nia do to earn this? I don't know! Be Nia, I guess! I mean... Be not like most girls! girls. God damn it. (laughs) Terrible. But, yeah... Like, what what the fuck are they doing?! I, I don't even know what the women's title picture is for SmackDown. 
Like, well, that's cool because I don't even really know what it is for Raw aside from you know obviously they're having that fucking chamber match, but like, what the fuck is it going to be at WrestleMania? Who even fucking knows? Yeah, I, I, I don't even think that they know. So it's a weird one, for sure. I don't know. Meanwhile, like, let's talk about the fucking other titles. Like, goddamn the tag team titles. Who fucking knows who they're fighting? Because, like, fucking Sheamus is busy dinking around this week having a fucking singles match with Roman Reigns. And it's fine. They have fine matches. Like, they had totally fine matches when they had that fucking feud. By the way, remember when they had that fucking feud? I'd like to not remember that. What a weird time that was. Yeah. But seriously, though, why? Why are they doing this match? Um, because three-hour Raw? And also, why are they having a fucking segment where, like, they they book the match because, like, Sheamus is being too cool for school and they're making fun of Cesaro or uh, Rollins for all his partners dying, and then Romdog comes out to be even cooler for school against Sheamus, and then as the fucking bar is walking away, fucking Rollins makes a comment about how they're wearing skirts. Aren't the bar the champions? Yeah. What are they doing? I don't fucking know! Like, shouldn't they be, like, feuding with some big babyface team? Do you have any of those? Doesn't seem like it. I mean, fucking... I mean, I guess you could argue that Gallows and Anderson are currently babyfaces. But... What are they doing? Losing to the Revival in a shitty match. God. That's not good. That's a good way to like. What are the revival gonna fight the bar? That's a, it's heel versus heel. Which hey, on the bright side, the revival won, but man, did not make him look good. Like how? What happened? It was just a weak fucking match. Like the spots look didn't look great. Like it didn't really look like they were connecting or gelling with each other. Like, Gallows, like, Anderson just looked kind of off. Like, Gallows didn't look that much better. Hmm. It just, it wasn't, it was not a well-done match. Like, I honestly don't know what happened. It wasn't like it was a huge fucking bosh fest or anything. But, like, it just looked off. Hmm. It was, I expected much better from everyone involved. I don't know why, because, you know, this feud has been nothing but shit-awful. Top top guys, though. And also, again, you know, say what you will about the way that they've been booked, which is awfully, but, you know, Gallows and Anderson are one of just, like, the most technically good tag teams out there. Mm -hmm. Like, there's a reason that they brought them back from Japan, even though they seem to forget that. But who fucking cares about this match is the problem. Who fucking cares that the Revival won? Like, did they earn anything from this win? Are they going to become the Fuck no! Fuck no! Why was this match happening? Also, why are you chewing something? Because I can. That's bad. It's bad podcast. Don't chew in the microphone, please. 
It's fucking terrible. Like, the whole thing is fucking terrible. And doesn't make any sense. Hmm. Also, John Cena and The Miz had a match again. That was fine, though. Um, sure. What? Why? Why did they have a match? And also, this was to determine who would be the number one entrant in the Elimination Chamber match. It wasn't for the Intercontinental Championship, the thing that the Miz no. has. No, in fact, what the fuck is happening with the Intercontinental Championship? Clearly, not being defended at Elimination Chamber. No, ah, because spoilers, Miz lost that match, so he's going to be the first entrant in the Elimination Chamber. Uh, great. Awesome. Fantastic. It was a good. It was a pretty good match, though. Like, I appreciate that John Cena ended it by doing the the second rope AA. Uh, wait. He won the match doing that. Yeah. The Miz didn't kick out like everyone else. Of the one from the second rope, the super yeah. AA. Yeah. Because AJ Styles kicks out of that all the time. Because he's sure AJ not, fucking Styles, dog. I, I'm pretty sure Roman Reigns and Nakamura also kicked out of it. Again, Roman Reigns and Nakamura. Like... But The Miz! It's The Miz! The Miz is awesome! The Miz ain't on their level. He's never been on their level. That's fine. Mm. He's not supposed to be. He's The Miz. His strengths are in other places. Okay, fair enough. Also, he's the Intercontinental Champion. He should not be losing matches. Dog, it's John Cena. Are you really gonna get fucking? No, I'm not. I'm just. I just want better for the Miz. Cause you want to know a little secret about the, the you know the big heels on SmackDown. What's that? Did you know that Kevin Owens hasn't won a single match this year yet? Nice. Like, in our statistics, we list, like, the top ten jobbers based on win-loss records, and he's, like, up there. You know, the guy who's fighting for the WWE title. For the second As you time. do. For the second time. This is the second title shot. Like, he's, like, 0-6 now. As you do. Maybe you should book your heels to be, like, competent and actually, like, able to win matches. Just a hunch. I don't know. I'm crazy. What do I know? Yeah, I know, right? Who who f- fucking wants to do that when you can do other random bullshit like 50-50 booking and making the heels kind of look dumb? See, that's, that's the thing. It's not even 50-50. Even when they win. It's 0-100 because Kevin Owens hasn't won anything. Hey, speaking of which... Sonya Deville and Mandy Rose won a tag team match this week, but who fucking cares? Wait, they won? Yeah. That's cool. You know, the Riot Squad is, like, not winning any matches in Raw SmackDown? It's, it's awesome. Cool. I mean, it's still, you know... There you go. At least... It ended with them trying to beat the shit out of Mickie James and then Alexa saving her again. Why? Because Alexa wants a friend in the Elimination Chamber. It's, we talked about this last week. It makes I know. sense. And Mick and Mickey is gonna Mick kick her right as soon as she gets in there. Good. Are you bothered by this? Alexa's dumb. She's a heel. Heels are supposed to be dumb. I know, but I want I want Alexa to win. Well, all right then. Alexa should be champion. Well, all right then. Because she entered last WrestleMania as a champion, now she's going to enter this WrestleMania as the other champion. 
You've Alexa all the gold. I won't complain about that. Damn right. Then she's gonna get murdered by Asuka. If she ends up fighting for that title. Bailey and Mickey James had a, or Bailey and Sasha Banks had a match. Wait, what? Yeah. Um. Shouldn't wait. Is Sasha a heel? No. Uh, is Bailey a heel? No. Is there any reason for this match to happen aside from these people are in the elimination chamber? Um. That and bragging rights about, like, well, I almost beat Asuka better than you almost beat Asuka, and I could beat Asuka, and I could beat you. What about, hey, we had, like, the greatest women's match of all time at TakeOver Brooklyn. Remember that? That Destined to do this forever, though. Yeah, but it was face and heel, and that shit's storyline then. What are you doing? Why, why are slowly, they doing this? Slowly turning Sasha Banks heel like they've been doing for a fucking year now. But they haven't turned her yet. And they probably never will. I don't This match was fine. It was even good. Wait, I, it, I quite it was enjoyed even it. Good? It's it's hard for me to be like so fucking enthusiastic and excited about this match when it's happening on a fucking meaningless raw like and because of that they're not putting in like you know their fucking amost effort because why would you it's a fucking meaningless match on a meaningless raw 2 weeks before a fucking an historic match or whatever and like most historic Perfect. we've also seen it like a fucking billion times now we haven't. They've they've done this on Rob Bunch already. What? They haven't had Sasha versus Bailey a bunch. One on one. They've had this match a couple times, man. I don't. I'm, I don't think so. I think maybe once. Actually, I don't think ever. I don't think these two have ever fought each other on Raw. That is not true. On one on one. Yes. Maybe one time. To like for a number of contendership or something, but. I'm pretty sure this is like this was a big deal because people were freaking out on Twitter about it. So I don't know. The match was fine. The, the fact you're saying a Sasha versus Bailey match was fine is like upsetting that it even happened. Again, like it, it was a good match that is fucking meaningless. Like. Mm-hmm. Bailey won with the belly to belly off the top, off the second rope. Who cares? Wow. What does it change? Nothing. What does it mean for these characters? Especially when the fucking ending, oh, by the way, wait, wait. is... What? What? Is, like, they're teasing the, oh, man, are they gonna do the handshake? What's gonna happen? Is Sasha gonna turn on her? Lol, doesn't matter. Here's Nia Jax killing them both. Wait, so neither of them even got momentum out of this match? Nijax rushes in, fucking kills the shit out of both of them. Why? And it's like, these fucking idiots both lost to Asuka, and I'm going to beat Asuka, so fuck you. Bye. But why? Which, fair, okay, but... It's all in service of this fucking bad storyline that they're doing with Naya and Asuka. That's bad. It's bad. 
But why is this all bad? Because it's... I don't know. All the booking this month has been bad. What the actual fuck are they doing? Do they even know? No. I don't think so. No, they don't. Is there anything else on this draw? Speaking of things where they don't know what they're doing and what the flying fuck, let's talk about the actual bad thing. The other bad thing that happened. The main event. What, what was the main event? Oh, right. Well, the Fatal Five-Way. Well, first it was a Fatal 4-Way between the uh, a second chance Fatal 4-Way to determine the last entrant in the uh, in the Elimination Chamber there. Between the Bray Wyatt and the Apollo Crews and the Matt Hardy the and the Finn Balor. The man Finn Balor. Please, the extraordinary man who does extraordinary things. You gotta get the branding. And the Eater of Worlds and uh, the... The man with the woken warriors. No, it's it's the coward and the god. Please. I thought we were over that. I thought never. it never happened. Nope. Okay. It happened. Pumpkin King. Oh, you mean Wax Skellington? Uh, yep. Sure, I sure do. Uh, so first, Kurt Angle is out in the ring cutting a promo about how Jason Jordan is dead and the crowd should stop being dicks about it. But, of course, the crowd were, to- were total dicks about it, because if you tell a wrestling crowd not to make fun of a guy who has a broken freaking neck, they're going to go after that guy with the broken freaking neck because they don't like him. Of course. But anyway, then Seth Rollins comes out and is all like, I, I want to do something at WrestleMania. And Kurt Angle's like, all right, I'll find you a new tag team partner to fight the bar. And Seth's like, fuck that. Yeah, Seth is actually like, no, fuck that, though. Like, no, I I get that. That makes sense. Fuck that. Put me in the elimination chamber, dog. And that makes sense, because Seth that literally has nothing going on, so why yep. not? And our good friend Kurt Angle is like, no. And Seth is like, all right, put me in the Fatal 4-Way tonight. And Kurt Angle's like, yeah, okay. Well, no, actually, he asked the crowd first, and the crowd's like, yeah, why not? We True, like he did ask the crowd first. We like wrestling. So then the match happens, and it's good. It was fun. Yeah, it was fun. Again, it's not really a lot of stories that matter or mean anything happening, like... Oh, come on, they're, they're fighting to get the, the Elimination Chamber. The f- yeah, but again, consider the people in there. It's fucking uh, three people that have absolutely no chance. Excuse me? One of whom doesn't really have a character. How many three people have no chance? Uh, Apollo, Bray, and Matt. Oh, I thought you meant inside the actual chamber already. I thought you were saying there were three people in the chamber already with no chance. I'm like, who? Well, Elias. Excuse me, Elias is going to win. And we're all going to walk with him. Straight to WrestleMania. 
biggest But no, the Fatal Five way. It's it's, th- it's three people that stand no fucking chance, one of whom doesn't even really have a character. Like, the match basically came down to two people, and instead they split the difference in a way that doesn't clarify anything. I mean, this was smart, though, because uh, as a friend of ours mentioned on Monday night, no one's ever uh, went for a pinfall during one of these, like, you know, multi-man spots. And two people decided to do it, and they both got the pinball. Yeah, it, don't get me wrong. Like, that finishing spot that they did, where they did, like, you know, the Tower of Doom, everybody does the soup, uh, the superplex thing, mm-hmm. and both Finn and Seth Rollins pin Bray by one leg each. Like, that was a cool thing. Like, I, I enjoyed that finish. But, A, they clarified nothing, and they fucking, like, pulled the whole Rat of Time C1 Thunder shit. Well, no, they actually, like, solved it on Facebook immediately after. Oh, did they? What What was their reasoning? Well, they were in Kurt's office, and Seth Rollins and Finn both came in and said, I won the match, put me in the elimination chamber. And Kurt's like, yeah, okay. How does that fucking work? They're both in. Seven-man chamber. How does that work? John. There's six chambers! John... No, there's four, four cha- chambers. There's four chambers. So, Sorry. So yeah, obviously how it goes is the match starts as a triple threat. So are three <sighs> people. Duh. Pretty pretty easy. Why are they doing this? Because it's historic, John. First time ever. Fuck you. That's literally the, the, the branding is first time ever historic and also fuck you. Why? 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 Because everyone loves Seth Rollins and the Finn Balor. And neither of them are going to win. No, Ping Pong's going to win. No, he's not. No, shut up. Did you see his segment this week? Yes, and that's the last thing we're going to talk about because it was the best and perhaps only good thing on Raw. I... Just push it Everything about it was perfect and it was wonderful and incredible. Change. Even the part where it clearly fucked up was, no, that like was the that was a, best that, that thing was that could have happened. That was intentional. The face was supposed to break when he was strumming it because he could not keep playing it while also singing his song. Sure he can. He's brawn. He can do anything. The gif of him breaking it is the funniest shit. It was so good. And it was perfect. It was absolutely perfect for what happened and what they were going for. He had this big old cello. He sang his hit song, Get These Hands, and then... Please, it's a bass. Yeah, the cello. He was slapping slapping that. It was a bass. It's the same thing. Point is, he said, get these hands... He sang, get these hands, and then Elias got these hands, and also... Sang, saying that he's not finished with you. Then he killed him with this giant bass cello thing. Everything about this segment is perfect and wonderful. Braun is fucking the new Stone Cold. Hey, like hey, he is, he's got amazing comedic timing. He's really fun to watch and really exciting and really cool, while also not losing the quality of yo. If you make this guy mad, he will actually fucking legitimately murder you, and you should be frightened of him forever and ever. Hey, hey, John. Mm-hmm. Maybe he should get those hands on that universal title at WrestleMania. 
I agree. Push him to the moon. Fuck Roman. But this is WWE. They're going to push him to the moon and then leave him there. While Roman Reigns is off busy being the champion of Earth. Oh. But think about it, John. Brock Lesnar versus Braun Strowman in a no-holds-barred falls-count-anywhere match. Could you... Could you picture that? Do you think I'm disagreeing? You could bring the grappling hook back. You could try. You could flip a truck on top of Bro- of Brock Lesnar. It'd be amazing. Again, do you think I'm disagreeing, or do you think I'm just looking at the reality of the situation? Of they want the fucking Rom Dog change, come hell or high water, make it a triple threat. Fuck it, I don't care. Braun needs to become champion. This is the time. He's as high as, as he's ever been. Do it. He's the best part of the show. That was Raw. I give it a, Brock, a Braun Strowman out of won't be champion. Shut up. You know, since you talked about Elias, do you just want me to talk about the mixed match challenge? Because Elias sure. was on it. Did you know that Elias had his ribs taped up from the attack on Monday? Makes sense. They, he sold it. Also, it started out with uh, Elias and Bailey in the ring, with, with each with a guitar. But before they could play, okay. they got interrupted. Hey. Yeah, they were going to sing their duet, but then the Rousing Rusev Day showed up said, actually, no. You're not doing that. Also, check out Rusev wearing the same outfit that Lana's wearing. That was fucked up. Kind of good. I'm no, I loved it. I loved every second of it, but it was fucked up. Did, did you watch the mixed match challenge? No, but I watched the the opening of it to see Rusev wearing the costume because I heard about it. It was like fucking what? Yeah, it's pretty good. It's really good. And then that was the end of it being good. Oh man. Yeah, this this like mat this match just wasn't as nearly as fun as the other ones have been. I don't know what it was. I think Elias and Bailey just kind of didn't have anything going on, combined with Lana not being that great of a wrestler. But you know, yeah, I was about to say I can think of a couple reasons. Yeah, you know, doing her best. The comedy just didn't hit at all. It it was a bummer. There was good one good thing though. The part where uh, Lana threw uh, Bailey off of the second rope and she hit her head and then she pinned her. L- Lana pinned Bailey. Lana, well, got, right, then. Lana got her first win in WWE against Bailey. Well, I don't know if you know this or not, John, but but Lana is the best. Lana number one. Welp. Hey, it's it's Rusev Day. She had the win. On this holy of holidays. Whatever. The thing is happening in the mixed match challenge that I said was going to happen. After the first three winners were all raw, I said the last three are all going to be SmackDown. So far, so good. Next week is pretty much a slam dunk that's going to be SmackDown. Who is next week, Owen? It's Apollo Crews and Nia Jax against Charlotte and Bobby Roode. 
the two champions. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. There you go. Much as I think Naya should win. It's Apollo. Yeah, exactly. And and two champions. Yeah. Two champions, but more importantly, Apollo. True. Hey, would you like to hear about the SmackDown now? Not really, but I know you're chomping at the bit to tell me about it, right? It, it wasn't very good. But you know what was good, though? What? D- did you like the new graphics package they've had for Raw lately? Yeah, it's it's good. I like it a what lot. If, what if they made a similar thing for SmackDown? The new matchup screens are super cool looking. It's dumb. Get your own thing. No, it, it's different. But it looks cool. It's like half purple, half red. Except, <laughs> except that the one for the the tag match next week because it was women was like a a blue and a, like a green. It looks, it looks cool. It's a slick looking thing. With instead of the opponents being on one side and the matchup being on the other side, it's the two opponents on the sides and then the matchups in the middle. And it looks nice with the white background, and all that. It looks nice. I like it. You should, uh, you should check it out. But it, it's giving SmackDown a fresh new look. The uh, the, the logos and you know, the graphics around the logo are still the same, but the matchup screens are different. So that's cool. The entrances are still the same as well, with the facts on the side. But yeah, let get me... your own thing. It is it's, it's, it's our own thing. It's, it's cool, shut up. Sounds like some poser-ass bullshit. It is poser-ass bullshit, but you know what? You stole the thing from us where we said we're going to put stupid word graphics over the screen. During promos, because that's a real fucking cool thing to do. Do they... Do that on Raw this week? Yeah, I, I wasn't watching Raw, but someone said, "Yo, they they they're, they're doing the thing that SmackDown does." I was like, "Oh, great!" I totally, I totally missed this. When did this happen? I don't know. Someone mentioned that they were doing the we're putting the words on the screen during the promo, and it's fucked up. But would you? We had only one segment of that on SmackDown this week with the Usos in some dark room, walking around talking about how. Uh, they're like real brothers, and unlike the Bludgeon Brothers, and you know they're day one ish and got each other's backs, and I don't know. They're saying a bunch of shit, and the words are on the screen, and it looks cool. But then you know I what happened? Like What's that? All of a sudden, we realized we weren't watching video footage. We were watching a monitor, and the Bludgeon Brothers just smashed it. With their hammers. Okay. The tra- the transition the reveal of that was incredible. Like you're just watching this promo, and all of a sudden these hammers come out of nowhere and just smash the screen, and we pull out, and they're the Bludgeon Brothers, with their hammers looking all angry. Nice. It was really really well done. I liked it a lot. So kudos to WWE for you know doing something creative, and unexpected. That was cool. Uh, what else happened? Speaking of tag teams, uh, do you like the New Day? I've heard of them. Did you know that yesterday was Fat Tuesday? Yes, I had a muffaletta. It was good. 
You know what else you can have on Fat Tuesday? You can have pancakes. I don't know if that's true. It's Pancake Tuesday. Shut up. New day is what they want. So, to commemorate, they had a table full of pancakes, and uh, they were going to have Big E try to break the world record for eating pancakes. Guess how, guess how many pancakes... Why? Guess how many pancakes the counter had. I don't know. Zero. He was just stuffing them in his mouth, and he didn't even eat one completely, so none of them counted. It was pretty good. Alright, that's... sure. And then they got interrupted by uh, Gable and Benjamin, who were like, What the fuck are you doing? We're actual, like, serious competitors. What, why are you... Why are you doing this pancake shit? And... Then the New Day, New Day got pissed off, like, You don't think that Kobe Kingston's a real competitor? Because that's their bit, is that they get pissed off whenever anyone talks shit about Kofi. And that they were the longest reigning WWE Tag Team Champions for a reason. And fuck you. And then Gable Bedroom said, well, fuck your pancakes. Pancakes are stupid. Waffles are better. Not entirely incorrect. No, he's completely incorrect. Pancakes are way better. Pancakes are really hard to get right. I I prefer pancakes, but I also acknowledge that like it is much easier to make a waffle than it is to make a good pancake. Yeah, but a good pancake is better than a good waffle. I don't think the new day are eating good pancakes. That's all I'm saying. Well, no, they're not. But I'm I'm just saying in the in the discussion of pancakes versus waffles, pancakes are the winner. No matter what Oscar says. I, it was revealed to me when he was here that Oscar does not like pancakes. Just eating the wrong pancakes. Clearly, I'm like, of you know, you would think Canadian that has access to good maple syrup would like a good pancake, but alas. I mean, does he like waffles? I think so. I don't know. I, I don't think he likes sweet breakfast at, at all, really. Well, then he deserves to burn in hell. I mean, you're you're not wrong. Anyway, this led to a match of Kofi and Big E against uh, Gable and Benjamin. And uh, the New Day actually did something interesting in this match. Because they had mentioned that, you know, their, their whole reign as longest tag team champions. How did, how did they keep the titles for that long, John? Cheated a lot. They sure did. They cheated in this match. Xavier was distracted the referee so that they couldn't see Shelton Benjamin tagging in. So the referee said that doesn't count. And then then uh, Chad Gable became active again and ate the midnight hour and lost. Alright then. So yeah, the New Day are starting to go, hey, you know what? Remember that cheating thing we did? We should do that again. It works out. Yeah, that was cool. I mean, the thing is they kind of never stopped. I mean, they they did, Like, remember? they were cheating even when they were faces. I know, but they stopped during the Usos feud, remember? How's, like, they had the third member stay in the back during the title match, and then they had the whole thing with the, uh, someone staying on the outside of the Hell in a Cell. I guess. Yeah, so they're starting to get back on their bullshit, and it's cool. 
Um, yeah. Remember how we talked about how the women's division on Raw makes no sense? Yeah, I do. Still doesn't make sense on SmackDown. Charlotte's doing this thing where she's beating all the members of the Riot Squad. She beat Liv Morgan last week because no shit. This week she beat uh, Sarah Logan. Again, no shit. But this time she had Becky Lynch and uh, Naomi on the outside for some reason. As if she needed backup. Friends! But yeah, so you would think next week we're going to have her versus Ruby Riot, right? Seems like something that they would do. No, they're doing a six-woman tag again. Sure. That that kind of defeats the I'm beating them all the individual members, so I don't know. Whatever. We we have to have the the division's just these six women. We must have these six women on screen at all times. Heaven forbid we have multiple women storylines. Great. I don't even know where the fuck Natalia is anymore. Um. Then we had the, the Bobby Roode segment, and you didn't see the studio. No, but I heard about it. Oh, uh, let me briefly. Or rather, I heard what the ending was. Well, let me explain why all of it was bad. Because Bobby Roode's like. Hey, remember the John Cena open challenge? That's totally a thing that AJ Styles didn't try to start doing again and failed miserably. So I'm going to start do- doing it and fail at actually accomplishing it miserably. I'm a baby face. It's me. I really wish he wasn't. Because he's like, I'm going to open the challenge. And I'm- if I open the challenge, I really hope Randy Orton answers it. And then Randy Orton comes out and says... Oh, man. Randy Orton says, look at my dumb fucking hair. It's weird looking. And then Jinder Mahal came out and said, hey, remember when I feuded with Randy Orton all summer and it was fucking amazing? No. Well, I'm back on my bullshit. And also, your dick is small. How great is it that we've gone from... Jinder Mahal and Randy Orton fighting over the top title on the brand to Jinder Mahal and Randy Orton fighting for the other title on the brand. Also, Bobby Roode's here, I guess. I was about to say, also Bobby Roode's here, I guess. But, yeah. But yeah, Jinder Mahal's like talking about how both their dicks are small. Because they're like, ha, remember that SmackDown Top 10 totally matters and is totally a real thing? Randy Orton was only number nine, and Bobby Roode was only number five. You guys are so low on the list. Gonna end with him doing the I chop your pee-pee thing? What? He might. I don't know. Oh, he, he's, he's a racial stereotype. It could happen. Is that, a, is that a thing in India, too? But I, uh... It is now. But yeah, th- that the response was "fuck you, Jinder." You're not even on the list. And then Jinder got mad and hit the colossus on both of them. As you do. And then I, I see Randy Orton lying in the ring while Jinder Mahal's over him, and I get 
PTSD flashbacks to the whole summer, and no, I'm good. I don't. Isn't need... it going to be glorious? No, I don't need this, this triple threat match. No, fucking turn Bobby Roode heel. What are you doing? He has no faces to fight. I mean, he has no heels to fight. He has all these faces he could be fighting. Jesus, like the only. Incredible heel that he could have been fighting was Mojo, and they wasted that at the Royal Rumble. Who else they got? They, they wasted Rusev last week, so Rusev's not an option. Shinder. And Randy. Why? Both of them. Ugh. It's bad. Randy's not even a heel. He's, he's a, just a dick. Yeah, he just sucks. Now, why can't they take the whole Randy Orton RKO and people out of nowhere and just instead, like, give him the positively Randy gimmick? Just give him a blonde wig and then he's just RKOing people, like, in, in the parking lots on security cam footage. Like, I'd be into that. Who better than Randy? Um, spoilers, it's everyone. Alright, who not better than Randy? No one. Fuck. Gotcha. You leave Canyon alone. He's a perfect being. R.I.P. Canyon. Rest in peace, brother. Uh, we got well, one more thing is the whole show long storyline of... I don't want to hear about this. I, I'm gonna go through it quickly for you, so don't worry. It's bad. Hey, did you like Dolph Ziggler's thing where his music played and then the music cut out? No. What if they did the opposite? They've been doing the opposite of they do the record scratch and then the Dolph Ziggler music plays. It's like, wait, what? Yeah. Why is there a record scratch now? Yeah, yeah, I don't know what's happening. At least we didn't get to see Corbin versus uh, Corbin against uh, Dolph Ziggler again because... Owens and Zayn were like, nah, actually, fuck this. We remember that feud. It sucked. I like how they didn't stop Randy Orton and Jinder Mahal fighting each other, though. That I could have used them then, but I guess this was fine. So yeah, they attacked them both, and the match never happened, so... I mean, except it wasn't fine, because then we just got fucking... Not one, but two heel versus heel matches. Sure did. We ended up getting Owens against Corbin and Ziggler against Zayn. But I did at least like the segment where where uh, Shane was calling him, out, calling him out in front of Brian going, Yeah, your boys are fucking terrible. They're not, like, they're attacking people? Like, this is not championship material. Why the fuck are we giving them a title shot? And Brian just has to sit there stewing about it going, Fuck you, just turn heels so I can kick your ass. He won't, though. But I do like the fact that Shane's just calling him out as being Brian's boys. Which is nice. Like, just pairing those up together. Because we, we know that Brian's totally in cahoots with them. It's pretty clear. But then he says, well, actually, fuck you. Now I'm going to fuck them over even more by having these two singles matches. Which is making me think, are they setting up a Shane versus Styles match again? Because he's kind of fucking over Styles. By putting all these people in the match. No. Like, Styles should be, like, pretty pissed off about this. 
Like, it set up the handicap match last time. Now it's setting up this five-way. Like, what's this guy got to do to keep the belt so we can have that dream match? But now he's a fighting champion, and he respects the Shane. Does he? They shook the hands, and he became the face baby. Excuse me, it's the face that runs the place. The face that babies the run. Nope. Anyway, uh, the Owens-Corbin match is fucking weird because at least Corbin was selling the injury, but then also he was supposed to be the face in the match, but also he was being a complete asshole, so... Because he's Baron fucking Corbin. Yeah, it's like, I don't want either of these guys to win. I do like that he reversed the pop-up powerbomb setup into the end of days. That was cool, but that's about it. The Sami Zayn uh, Dolph Ziggler match to end the show was good. You know, in ring it was good, but in aspect of should I be rooting for one of these people in the match, the answer was no. There is a time when this would have been a fucking hot shit match. Yeah, but it was kind of hot shit, but... And that time feels so goddamn forever ago. It was kind of hot shit. This match was decent. There were some good near falls. The car kind of waked up for it. But then, again, you have to think, wait, who am I rooting for? Zane's an asshole, but it also keeps Ziggler from having the wrestle again. And Dolph just fucking sucks. As a character, yeah, but in the ring, he's actually good, and this was a good match. I like the. But he's completely unbelievable. Like, you never yeah, think yeah. he's gonna win, and if he does win, what does it fucking matter? Because he's gonna just, like, do the shit with the fucking US Championship that they've never fucking acknowledged what the point of that was. Yeah, they, they didn't on this show either. And they never will! Yeah, I know. They're just gonna fucking go on like that shit never happened. I mean, for who knows what the fuck reason. I mean, there was, a, there was a slight explanation, but it wasn't, like, good. As in, he was like, I want to main event WrestleMania. I I need to have the WWE title to do that, so... I'm picking my spots, and now I got this title shot. To which I go, that's cool, but you could also have been on the card for WrestleMania with the US title. I know you would have probably been on the pre-show, but you're not main eventing, dude. This isn't SummerSlam. And even then, you didn't main event. Also, it's SmackDown. They're never going to main event ever again. I don't know. Styles Nakamura could main event WrestleMania. Wow. You don't think Nakamura and Styles could main event WrestleMania? Especially if it's Do you mean could as in they have the capability or the talent, or could as in WWE would let them? Well, consider what if the if the Universal title match is indeed Lesnar versus uh, Roman. Would you rather the crowd leave on like a really angry note, or would you like them to leave on like a really happy note? If you're WWE, do you give a shit? Because if they gave sure. a shit. Roman Reigns wouldn't have been the fucking main event match four years in a row. Well, maybe they'll learn their lesson. I, sh shut up. 
Finish this match was Zayn went for the Haluva kick, but as they he, didn't learn their lesson when they gave Roman Reigns a thirty-minute match stop, with Triple H. Stop. Let me. Let me just. They didn't learn their lesson John, when they gave me, Roman Reigns a fucking twenty-five-minute match no, with the Undertaker, John, where he basically retired him. Stop. They're killing me. Sami Zayn ran for the Haluva kick at Ziggler, and then he said, "Actually, no. I'm going to kick you with a super kick," and then he pinned them. It's a fatal five-way. Everyone in the pool. Let's go. Great. That's SmackDown. It, it had a couple good moments, but overall... Uh, and I give it a bad out of suck. Can I... Now, let me briefly go over the, the 205 Live, which is the best show. No. Do you... Come on, don't you like Akira Tozawa? He goes, ha. Except you said he doesn't do that anymore, he just pretends to be Vince McMahon. No, that's backstage. On the ring, he tried to do the ha, and because 205 Live has a dead crowd, no one hawed with him. Great. It was really sad watching him try to ha, and no one would do it with him. I felt very bad for him. Well... That's what you get when you poison the well with your bad show. I mean, they're trying to dig it out of the hole because Triple H runs the show now. Because Akira Tozawa fought Mark Andrews. Remember him from the, sure. U- from the UK thing? I do. He's cool. He's a stage diving, high flying dude. He's got a pop punk band. Yeah, if he sings, he pl- is, that band plays his theme song. Apparently, according to social uh, to uh, the commentary, he was on social media on Monday trying to recruit Strowman to join his band. Sure, I mean do it. Uh, the match yeah, was really Matt good. Hardy in that music video. Yeah, this match was really good. Mark Andrews and Kiyotazawa. This was their first time ever wrestling each other, and it was fun. It ended with uh, Mark Andrews catching Tazawa and getting him into a roll up and pinning him. What? Really? Yeah, Mark Andrews won. Weird. Yeah, dude, they're, they're pushing new talent. It's exciting. Is it, though? Because they have all this fucking talent they don't know what to do with. No, they're doing... Like, no, they're starting to do stuff with them. Case in point... We like, have, the fucking Roderick Strong is there now, apparently. Yeah, and he won the his Hideo, match. what the fuck is he doing? He lost his match. I don't, I don't think you understand what's happening, John. They are rejuvenating this entire roster by taking all the bullshit that, that Vince put on them, like all this weird gimmicky shit, and stripping it away. And saying, hey, remember the Cruiserweight Classic where you guys were fucking awesome wrestlers? But what about, like, the good gimmicky shit? Like, say, no, for fuck example... It. No, it's all gone. It's, it's, we're starting fresh. Vince poisoned the, the Cruiserweight well. We're getting rid of all of it. That's why the cruiserweights aren't on Raw anymore. They're keeping them separate so, on 205 Live. Now we don't get, like, one of the only good things that the division produced. No, they're creating new things. I don't want to see this Drew Gulak. I don't care. Well, let me tell you first about what happened backstage, which is proving my point of... Jack Gallagher was getting ready because next week he has a match 
and he was wearing his suit, and uh, Drake Maverick said, that's a nice suit, but also that's not fucking wrestling gear, what are you doing? Why are you wrestling in a suit? That makes no sense! So he demanded next week he has to wrestle in actual wrestling gear. So they're stripping away that thing from Gallagher. He's gonna actually get to wrestle in wrestling gear again. Okay. Remember, remember when Jack Gallagher was like motivated and actually like fun in in the ring? I think we're getting that back. I mean, he's still fun in the ring. It's just no, he's been like unmotivated and like plotting and stuff. And he, ever since he turned heel, he's not had like a good match. I think he's had fine matches as a heel. It's just he works a different style. Well, stop it. Like, I don't... Seeing the weird, goofy Jack Gallagher being a heel would be terrible. Yeah, well, I, we're gonna see a, another version of Gallagher next week. Just like we saw a different version of Drew Gulak and Tony Nese this week. Because, a worse version of Drew Gulak, Uh, no, like a, like a million times better version? I don't know if you remember the Cruiserweight Classic. Do you remember that thing? Yeah, I do. Drew Gulak didn't matter. Drew Gulak was awesome in that. He beat the shit out of people. He said, yo, check out these, these all these holds I got and these power moves, and now you're dead. And he fucking, like, immediately lost. No, he got to the second round. Oh, man, the second round. How great. Considering the talent in that, that's pretty good. I, I try to remember. I think he might have lost to uh, Saber. Either that or Kendrick. He lost to one of those two. Either way. Also, Tony Noose used to be a, a wrestler. Like, yo, I'm really like athletic. Check out all these like high flying moves I can do along with my power moves. And these two put on the best match of their WWE career. Better than their matches in the Cruiserweight Classic. Better than anything they've done on Raw or on 205 Live before. This match was amazing. Holy shit. They had tons of creative holds. When they got down to it, they got brutal. Like, throwing, like, exploders into, like, the second turnbuckle. Or just open palm slapping them across the face and chest. Like, Nice doing these crazy dives, off, like, through the ropes. Like, it was so good, this match. And Gulak got to be that badass that he used to be. And Ashley, like, did, like, a dropkick, which, you know, took his, he took his feet off the f ground. Because, yo, that shit was stupid. He should be able to just use his whole moveset. And then he put a Dragon Slaper on these to get the win. After doing a double powerbomb. It was cool. This match is great, you should watch this. What makes this match not wrestling for wrestling's sake? It's for th it's these former best friends. Well, they still might be best friends, but I don't know after this match fighting for a shot at the cruiserweight title. This is a tournament. Gulak ended the show grabbing the belt and holding it up, going "Fuck you! I want this belt." And now I'm actually not I'm not gonna be like campaigning for it. I'm gonna beat the shit out of people to get it. It was awesome. Like, I'm not joking, you should at least watch this match. 
to understand why 205 Live is like a really good show now Triple H is in control. It just feels like throwing at the baby with the bathwater. I'd r- rather get rid of all the stuff that made 205 Live unwatchable and just start fresh. If but I, that if, thing if, didn't make 205 unwatchable. That thing made 205 Live good and watchable. Well, give give the new 205 Live a shot, please. It's it's very reminiscent of the Cruiserweight Classic. And that's a good thing. Except, no, I don't care about the Cruiserweights because they've already given up the ghost of... It's just their weird ghetto for small wrestlers. No, it's now... It's just, it's just going to be what it was in WCW. The place where no one ever escapes unless they leave the company. Now it's a... Hey, you want to see some good fucking wrestling? You should watch this show because you're not getting it on Raw. Or That's what it was in WCW. Fine. Whatever. They're getting. T- they're, they might actually get on the main card of WrestleMania this time. Who knows? Just please, please watch this and tell me what you think. It's I, I and like seriously, like you know how against Two Hundred Five Live I was after Talk Smack got canceled. And they've won me over. This is it's like too, too late. I just don't care. That's the thing. Is like I don't care. Just give the one match a shot, John. I'm sure it's fine. Like that's no, not it's the not point. fine. It's great. It's like really great. Speaking of really great, I heard NXT started off with a really great match. Yeah, it it did. It was the it was the United Kingdom Championship match between Pete Dunne and Roderick Strong. Ooh, I like the Roderick Strong. I like the Pete Dunne. I hear the the Pete Dunne likes to bite the belt. He likes to do a lot of things, like fuck with your fingers. No, joint manipulation. Did that a bunch. No, did that a bunch. No, not allowed. It was very much allowed and happened. New rule, no joint manipulation. It it happened. God, I hate it. Uh, this show was weird and awkward. Well, it's, again, it's the Atlanta shows, so who knows? Like, the lighting was very dark. I heard that. And I wasn't into it. I think there was something weird with the lighting rig that they had set up. Yeah, like, it just, it looked really dark and sometimes, like, out of focus. I, I have no idea what was going on, but, like, it's your it just, it, mm-hmm. it looked cheap. Well, here's the bad news for you, John. They they taped, mm-hmm. they taped up to uh, WrestleMania at the, at this arena, so, oops. I thought they had a couple episodes that they had to do, or a couple weeks they had to fill. They might, I don't know, but I I heard... Like, I think, th- I thought they only did four weeks worth of, t- of taping. They did two nights of, sh- of taping, so, so, I don't know. Uh, did they? Yeah. Alright, then. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not sure, I might be wrong, but... Minor spoilers, a, an annual thing is coming back during this taping. An annual tournament of sorts. Huh. With a, with a trophy that looks like a boot. Wait, what? Really? Uh-huh. That's weird. It's time for the Dusty Classic. 
No, it's fucking not. The Dusty Classic usually happens in the fall. I know, but they forgot. They had war games they had to do instead. Whoops. The crowd was really into Pete Dunne. I mean, he's the bruiser weight. It made things really fucking awkward. Why? Because Roderick Strong is the babyface, and, like, the crowd basically didn't give a shit about him. Have you seen the bruiser weight? He's cool, but he's the heel. What if he was? What if this is NXT and the heels and the faces are both cool? Yeah, but what if the crowd actually played along and cheered the fucking babyface, especially when the babyface is being really fucking good and doing cool shit that's really fucking exciting? And I say this is someone that doesn't even really like Roderick Strong. Maybe Atlanta. This Atlanta crowd's worse at full sale. This Atlanta crowd was bad, and it was also weird because sometimes in the show you just, like, could not fucking hear them at all. It was so poorly mic'd, and I don't know if they were, like, trying to fucking mute them or whatever, but, like, I don't know why they didn't do that for this match. That's weird. If that's what they were going to do. I don't know. That's weird. Like, weird. you could not hear the crowd at all during the next segment, which was the fucking Aleister Black promo. And it made things really fucking awkward and weird. Really? It was like you could hear a fucking pin drop in the room. Maybe their their crowd was chanting stuff to mess them up. Because they're dicks. Oh, also, who, the Pete Dunn win? Yeah, of course he did. Okay, cool. Of course he fucking did. It's Pete Dunn. You know what I like about this Alistair Black segment, though? What? He came out of some weird entrance. That entrance was fucking amazing. Like, where did he come from? I think he came out of, like, one of the... Like, side hallways. One of, like, the, yeah, just, like, one of the side hallways, like, the entrance into, like, you know, the stands. Yeah, it was cool. And, he, and I liked his three-piece suit. It looked really fucking cool. The way they did that camera angle, and, like, just the smoke they had pouring down from, like, the top of that entrance thing, it just looked so fucking cool. Alistair Black's a cool guy. I think it is... Quite possibly the best Alistair Black entrance. I don't know. Have you seen him like rise from his grave? It's great, but what what about this? This was John? What, what absolutely if, fucking perfect. What if they added to his his entrance theme the clip from Altered Beast where it says "Rise from your grave" while he arrives? Nah. nah. And then his his takeover uh, New Orleans entrance is him dressed up as a Wolfman. This promo was weird and awkward. Speaking of Wolfman, a Wolfman interrupted him, though. Alistair Black was just kind of speaking slowly and, like... Oh, he does. It, it seemed like they were going for, like, the, oh, I'm being brooding and, and dark and whatever, but instead it kind of came off like, I'm translating this from Dutch in my head on the fly. I mean, that's kind of what he does. He's not known for his mic work. He's known for his. Don't um, make it obvious. And he's he's working on it. It's why he's in NXT. It's not. It wasn't great. Developing. Speaking of not great. Oh, don't you dare! Killian Dane came out. What's wrong, Killian Dane? It's not a great promo. 
his entrance theme is great. It's all right. I love I'm still the not weird a huge fan. I love the weird Irish version of the Saturday theme. Also, this is the first time I've heard like Killian Dane like cut like a long promo, and his Irish accent is awesome. This wasn't a great promo. He says, "I'm gonna kill, gonna kill you," and I'm Irish, and fuck you. This wasn't a great promo. No, again, these guys are in developmental. They're good at the wrestling. They've been in the wrestling since the indies. This is where they learn how to talk on the microphone, and they're still working on it. Comes comes from slack. It wasn't great. It was awkward. Well, but you know what was cool? Um, what's that? That would be the TM six one. Don't kneel, might boys. Yeah. They're they're cool. I'll tell you they what. They do was fun not cool wrestle later. things. But yeah, the TM six one guys are cool. They fought some jobber dorks, and it was the jor- dorkiest jobber dork match. Well, you know, they're they're reintroducing us to TM six one. Other bro didn't even get to tag in. I like John Skyler though. I like that he has Savior on his butt. Yeah, John Scholar's appeared on NXT before. He's cool. I don't know about this Duckworth guy. Savior. Well, there was no saving him because he got beat. But John, remember yeah. how I said I was going to tell you what was not cool about this? What? Uh, Mara with the end. What? What did he say? Romaro kept putting in the word mighty like three times as if he was saying, do you get it? Do you get what I am saying? I'm saying mighty a lot because their thing is the mighty don't kneel. Get it? References. I'm Mauro. Mamma Mia. That's their thing. I know, but when he did it once, it was, I was like, that's cute. And then he did it three times in a row. I'm like, come on, dude. It's not... He's not making a reference, though. It's... They're going with it. I know, but don't... Like, he's like, like, speaking of Mighty, he's like, no, dude, stop. It's He's doing the WWE commentator thing of pushing the branding. He did it once, and it was cool. He did it three times. It's not okay. He's supposed to push the branding. That's his job. Like company man, I I could get where you were coming from if it was just like him making a reference to like the sh- the shit that they did on the indies and being like, oh yeah, remember that cool thing, wink wink. But no, it's very clear that they're running with the mighty don't kneel thing. That's fine, but he didn't have to like do it in a winky kind of way three times in a minute. I don't think he did it in a winky way. I think he did it in a this is what WWE wants him to do because this is the marketing that they're going with for these guys way. Okay, fine. Um, I think you're just bothered by the fact that WWE is being really overbearing about it, which, fair! Can't argue with that. Yes. But, it's not... It's, no, I, I think that you're mad about the wrong thing. Okay. Also, John, for the last match, you should put a note here because I, I don't know your opinions on the main event. It's fine. 
It's Ember Moon versus Shayna Baszler. I liked it. Because... It was a very fun match. Ember got to and suffer. It made me happy. Then the ending was whatever. Ember suffered. It made me happy. To leave Ember alone. She deserves to die. Ember looked really cool in the beginning, and then Ember started getting her ass kicked, and that I did not, I did not like when, I, I did not like that barricade spot. I liked the barricade spot. Cause it looked the, the, like the way she was jerking her around, then it looked like she was actually like hurting her. It was cool. Like whoa. Yeah, that's why I didn't like it. Like yeah, break her arm. Apparently, it was so upsetting that it upset uh, Kyrie Sane, though. Yeah, I, I did not like. The ending. I, I get it because you can't give it away, a, a title change, and you can't have, you know, Shannon Baszler lose if Ember's already like really fucked up. So tying it into the May Young Classic Finals was okay. Yeah, I, I'm not gonna sit here and say that it wasn't an effective get out of jail card for him that they used, and it was well done in that regard. But. Uh... I, I I understand your frustration, but I'm, I'm gonna give it a shot. I, I, this year, I'm I'm trying to give Shayna Baszler a chance, especially after I gave her so much shit last year. I want to see her succeed. I don't think it's about giving her a chance. I think it's about it was just lazy booking. Well, yeah, but again, I and also like, why are they having this feud? How does this benefit either Kyrie Sane or Shayna Baszler? It gives them something to do leading up to TakeOver, which is like a couple months away. They got they gotta find a number of contender. Alright. Well And we're not gonna do the iconic duo because they don't seem to be a thing. So why not have these two fight for number of contendership? That was the NXT. It was fine. That's good. I th I thought 205 Live was the best show of the week, and you should watch it. No, I'm good. Come on. Wrestling. It's fine. I guess. Uh, SmackDown wasn't fine. But that's that, like is I that said, it for heel turn, though. I guess. That is it for Heel Return to Production of ProWrestling.Cool. It's not just cool, it's not cool. It's our sick-ass website that we have. You should go to it and be cool on it. Go to it, maybe John will put up this thing about Braun Strowman. He's a bong that goes bing. I don't, I don't think basses go bing. I think they go wow 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 wow. Wah, 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 Strowman. Anyway. Yeah. You can check us out a whole bunch of other places where we're doing cool stuff. Like, say, for example, check us out on Facebook, facebook.com slash PWDOTC, or on Twitter at The Heel Turn. Mm -hmm. Or living our lives and doing shit. I don't know. Sure. Also, other than that, I mean, we stream this sucker live every Wednesday, starting at 9 p.m. Eastern, over at twitch.tv slash shows on online. Uh-huh. I mean, other than that, you can find me on Twitter at IamJohnGM. Find me on Twitter at the underscore Ozen. Whoa. Hey, John. It's pretty, pretty exciting. Hey, John.
What's that, Owen? It was nice to spend this Valentine's Day with you. Sure. Wow. Wow. Okay. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Whatever. That's it for heel turn. My heart's broken. Maybe it'll be healed by next week. Wait love is over. Yeah, love, love never started. We'll be back next week with another episode. And until then... I think I turned Owen into a sheep man. Ah. Follow the buzzards. It's not what happens in that game. This podcast is a part of the Zonecast Network, produced and edited by Owen Douglas. Find more of our shows at zonecast.com.